today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. A emergency meeting has been held by the Ontario government officials. Uh, and as I mentioned, the press conference is coming up. Uh, 939 new cases of COVID-19 today in the province. Let's go to Allison Smith, Queen's Park today. She is with us now. Allison, thank you for the time. Hope you're doing well. Hello, you too. Obviously, a lot going on today. Uh, first, let's talk about uh, the, the two press conferences, why we have uh, Dr. Williams at 1, where the, the Premier normally is, and then the Premier at 2.30. Yeah, I mean, what it sounds like to me is that the health officials led by Dr. Dave Williams are going to provide a bit more of a, a, a technical briefing on the uh, expected changes to COVID restrictions ahead of the Premier and, you know, the Premier and, and his health minister are going to follow up and, you know, break it down for Ontarians maybe a bit more. Ford kind of remains the the face of this pandemic here in Ontario. So uh, it's not surprising he's going to want to get out there and talk to uh, talk to Ontarians today. So obviously uh, last night, and again, we've certainly heard that everybody's waiting for uh, comments from uh, the chief medical staff in order to move forward with whatever recommendations, whatever restrictions, whatever needs to be done to get a handle on this. Uh, Dr. Williams certainly alluded last night that he has that and he was going to present them uh, the information and or rather it is in the hands of, uh, of them as of last night and that there was an emergency cabinet meeting this morning about all of this. What can you tell us there? Yeah, so we don't know exactly what what Dr. David Williams has recommended, um, but I think what's going to be happening at the cabinet table meeting, which might still be going on, um, you know, is is it going to be Doug Ford, you know, really laying down the hammer and saying this is time we really got to push back now? Um, And what's he going to hear from the other ministers at the table? Queens Park Today reported earlier this week, like we that we've heard from sources that are saying there's a bunch of uh, of Doug Ford's cabinet ministers that don't think that there's enough data um, available, or at least that they're being provided, that accounts for shutting down businesses again. So even within, you know, the high-level folks in the Ontario PC government, there's debate on whether or not this should be going ahead. So it's uh, expected to be a pretty vigorous meeting, um, and but Doug Ford has always said he takes his recommendations directly from the from Dr. David Williams and, and his health table. So if that's what he's if, if what Williams has recommended, you know, is going back to stage two or something very close to it in the hotspots, which it sounds like would be Toronto, Peel region and Ottawa, um, then, you know, you know, Doug Ford is, is remains the master of that cabinet table. So it seems like that is probably what we're going to hear this afternoon. Uh, as you mentioned, Allison, it, it appears at this point, or, and do we have any other information to suggest that it will not, it will extend beyond these hot spots? That, it, you know, as you mentioned, Toronto, Ottawa, and Peel region. Uh, is there, uh, or do we know if these are specifically directed to those hot spots, or will it actually affect the rest of the province? Any idea? Specifically, what I'm hearing from sources right now that it is going to be just those three locations, and that these changes are going to happen at midnight tonight. It sounds like it's going to be the closure of indoor food and dining and bars. It's going to be the closure of gyms and fitness centers, casinos, uh, movie theaters, conference convention centers, uh, any um, any performing arts centers that are still trying to put on, you know, a comedy show or, or a socially distanced concert. It sounds like that's going to be out. 
Um, of course, as I said before, this and you, as you said, it's a very fluid situation. But that's what I'm hearing from from PC insiders right now uh, as to what to expect when it comes to other regions of the province. I mean, Hamilton had its 40 new cases today, so it's not not likely to to join those regions yet. But I think this could be, you know, if if the province signals it's ready to really, um, you know, go backwards when it comes to what stage we're in, then I think other regions of the province would definitely be uh, or could be included in the future um, if, if that's the way they're going. Allison Smith is with us from Queen's Park today. Allison, what do you know about discussions between the mayor of Toronto, John Tory, and the premier um, uh, as far as where they're on all of this? And I had, is there anything to do with legalities here about, you know, closing situations, closing uh, parts of, of uh, the community off, uh, you know, when there's a debate about, I guess, uh, if there's proof or if there isn't proof? Are there any legalities here that, that's stopping them from moving forward that you know of? Of the city of Toronto moving forward? Either the city or the province. Well, the province is still operating. Um, you know, they passed bills this summer that... that emergency, keeping, yeah. yeah. that we have all of these emergency measures that are still in place and, and can continually be renewed. Um, so they're still uh, very much uh, in the position to, to uh, force the closure of businesses. So... I think that can happen pretty seamlessly and pretty quickly. They they really did target that legislation during the summer in order to be able to do that and to act fast. Um, the city of Toronto, uh, for its part, has been begging the province, honestly, for the past week to start pushing things back and start closing more stuff. The city uh, announced it was it's closing a ton of its recreation programs today. Uh, that would be something that's that's in its own jurisdiction. So. I don't think you're going to get a lot of pushback from from Toronto May- Toronto Mayor right. John Tory on this today, if that's what the PCs decide to go ahead with. One thing I did want to I wanted to point out, like we're talking about the the case numbers and the 939 new cases today. Uh, the the province has continued to break records over the past week. Um, we're getting close to Quebec levels, where you know they're they're clocking over a thousand cases and and. There, the the uh, the premier Francois Legault shut down everything for 28 days in in the major cities there, um, including not letting people go over to other people's houses. So it was a, it was a very tight lockdown in Montreal and Quebec City right now. Um, I don't know if if Ontario Premier Ford would go that far, uh, but I think one of the other issues is that the testing numbers might not even be showing the full picture. Of, yeah. of the state of the coronavirus in Ontario right now. The province switched from, and I'm sure lots of your listeners know, from, from walk-in lineup testing to appointment-based testing this week. And what that has meant in practice is two days, Sunday and Monday, where virtually no tests were conducted in Ontario. And since then, it seems like the number of tests each site has been processing each day is also way down. So if these cases or, you know, the number of cases over the next few days are reflecting um, any time between, you know, Sunday and today, uh, then we're really not getting a full picture because just not as many people are getting a test. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Um, in regard to, and again, we're just speculating here as as far as what's going to happen and, and what's going to be announced. Uh, One o'clock this afternoon, a press conference with Dr. Williams and staff. Two thirty with uh, the premier. 
Um, any idea, and obviously we've heard the concerns and we've heard the, uh, the demands from certain uh, people to, to close things down. What about people uh, that are within the industry? Uh, do they expect much blowback or do you expect much blowback from those within the industry um, that you know they feel they are complying? And that being said, are, are there many people, Allison, that are lining up to get in these places? Is the demand still there in Toronto? If you're talking about bars and restaurants, I mean, I think, yes, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a double-edged sword. And I think that the position, you know, the, the population position on, on, you know, lock it down or keep it open has, uh, has gotten a lot wider, the gulf between those two people, uh, I guess, anecdotally, you know, uh, over the past month and a half. Um, I, I think lots of bars and restaurants are still finding ways to operate outside and, and that would still be okay. Um, but, you know, I've seen, I've walked by places where there's quite a few people indoors, you know, sitting around a bar at the, in the evening. Uh, the, the province has shortened the hours that, that bars are allowed to be open. So it seems like, you know, instead of, you know, people going out between, you know, nine and one, everyone has to go out at right. nine and 11. So maybe that's tightening up the number of, of people in the space. Uh, I think that, you know, it's, it's, there's probably a range of, of what, you know, uh, individuals working in the, in the hospitality industry think, uh, what restaurant owners think. I mean, they've been operating at reduced capacity and under tight restrictions for months now. So, and, and bars and restaurants in Toronto, and I, I'm not sure about Hamilton, but, 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 but likely the same, you know, are, are closing at a very rapid pace, um, yeah. you know, shutting up shop for good. We're hearing it all the time. So, you know, will this, they obviously can't even be operating under the, under the restrictions there are, they are now. So, you know, maybe. And, and you bring up a valid point. <laughs> and you bring up a valid point too, Allison, about, you know, well, let's cut back the hours, cut back the hours. Well, really all that does is take the crowd and push it into a more confined time than it does to spread right. them out probably. So yeah, exactly. A double-edged sword. How do you know what works? Uh, obviously, uh, everybody is trying to get things uh, battened down before the long weekend because the fear is, although, you know, they did predict, I guess, by mid-October, we would see a thousand uh, new cases a, a day, and we're certainly at that or close yeah. to it. Um, uh, so uh, that being said, are our, our, our medical officials uh, c- uh, convinced that we've battened down Thanksgiving enough? So, you know, in a week or two, we're not going to see a push through this, especially now if it looks like more restrictions coming. I mean, it's. I think it's impossible to say. You know, we've seen surges. We saw surges after the August long weekend when people started feeling a little bit more relaxed. Uh, similar things happened after the um, July 4th weekend in the United States. I think the, the province really wants Thanksgiving to not become another example of that. And they're really encouraging uh, Ontarians to just, you know, have Thanksgiving dinner with your own household don't invite the the relatives over. Don't sit around a big table. Um, so I guess it remains to be seen how closely Ontarians heed that advice. Doug Ford himself has said that's what he's doing. You know, he's not going to have his his daughters that don't live at home and their partners over. It's just going to be the the small Ford family that still lives uh, at at that house. So that's if if you know everyone in Ontario follows that advice, then. It's unlikely that, that Thanksgiving would, would promote a big surge, but I guess it remains to be seen. I know people, you know, people are getting <laughs> pretty sick of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but you know it, it is and, and Doug Ford stresses this a lot you know we have to be we have to be careful and we have to keep our families safe and that's really what that this is all about you talked about the fatigue Allison and obviously we're all feeling it after this is week 30 I'm counting and I'm not even sure what the starting line was um, <laughs> you know and we've heard of protests and, and anti-maskers and and people who who just think that the whole thing's uh, blown out of proportion or even towards a hoax and such now that we're seeing these numbers you know and and I was it was interesting I was talking to somebody from Concordia yesterday and we were talking about this, especially in Quebec, where, you know, there's, there really has been a push not to wear masks. They just don't want to comply. And even with the increases in numbers, uh, you know, there's still those people out there that are that are adamant about their view. What about here? Are we seeing that, uh, you know, do you think we'll still see protests and people complaining about the protocol once we start to see that we're, you know, we're going, uh, we're ticking upwards again? Uh, hopefully not. I mean, I think overall the uh, the resistance to masks in Ontario has been uh, n- pretty negligible. Uh, it seems like most people are, are, you know, happily complying, realizing it's not that that difficult of a thing to do. Um, I mean, if we want an example of, you know, what can happen if if we try to run a maskless society, I think we could look at the the White House right now, uh, where that that yeah. kind of protocol did not go well for for President Donald Trump or a large number of his uh, close associates. So I think, I, I don't know, I think there will still be a, you know, a small contingent of, of anti-masking going on. Uh, and that's, you know, part of partly due to online rhetoric and, you know, uh, freedom fighters of various kinds. Um, I think, you know, the bigger issue when it, when it comes to, you know, COVID fatigue, and, and, and I think a lot of people not really knowing what they're supposed to be doing has come down to uh, conflicting messaging from the Premier. You know, he, Premier Ford said earlier this week when there was a day we clocked about, you know, 580 cases or some odd, you know, he said, well, it looks like we're flattening the curve again. And it's, you know, it was like, well, is that or why what's the point yeah. of saying that when it's pretty clear yeah. well we did for about two days but then it quickly yeah. flipped around right yeah but that's not really the definition of of what flattening no. the curve means it has to be a sustained uh a sustained process um so i mean we need dr tam have- we need we need dr tam to tell us to plank it again that's what it is sure yeah <laughs> allison smith has been with us queen's park today allison as always thanks so much for the time happy thanksgiving to you be well Stay safe. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.